0: Make your death save. Okay, here we go. Ah, oh, shit. That's another fail. Three in a row. Let's have Kasim Bell uh, uh, wh- Wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. Oh, you satisfying. are such a dick. It's five things the GM should not do when the character dies. This week on the Dungeon Masters Dojo.
2: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Dungeon Masters Dojo Podcast. This is a show for Game Masters and players alike. We hope to bring you tips and tricks to elevate your game and develop the art of Dungeon Mastery. I'm your host, Louis Zapante, and these are your Dungeon Masters, Scott Labby and Bill Robitaille. Let's enter to the dojo and see what they have in store for us today. Hey Bill, he's such a dick.
1: I'm sad. I don't even know what to say. I don't even want to acknowledge it. I him. really like that character.
0: Keep and calling me a dick and I'll rip up your sheet. Hi, Scott. And how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, You're I'm doing fine
1: now. You're a dick. <laughs> you already ripped up my I've sheet. I've heard that before. You already ripped up my sheet.
0: Yeah, we're talking character
1: death. I used to like him. You'll get over it.
0: Characters it, dying sucks. It does. It's It's hard. Not like hard like it's hard to die in 5e because it's... It really is hard to die in five (laughs) years. It's (laughs) nearly impossible. But hard in that, your players are emotionally invested in their characters, and if you're doing a good job running, in other players' characters. This is a make-it-or-break-it moment for the DM. How to handle the death of a character is equally important to how you should not handle the death of a character. But what did you just do to Bill? I uh, I ripped up his
1: sheet, but I know Bill has three others. Okay, up. you got me there. I'll rip them up later. <laughs> Good thing it's saved to the hard drive. Yep. And Deleted. backed up. <laughs>
0: and I got copies, too.
1: Going to Lou's house. And it's on the cloud.
0: <laughs> Can't reach the cloud too <laughs> All right,
1: All so right. Character death sucks by a ton. Um, mm-hmm. We've staged character deaths in our scenarios, NPCs, M- well, no, Well, NPCs, yes. Uh, we've But sta- we've staged the death of PCs as well. I-, I remember that one year. But that was the culmination of a very long scenario. So it was kind of like the epic ending. But in the middle of a campaign, kind of unexpected, it could catch the DM and the player off, off balance. Yeah. So how do we go about not... Pissing everybody off. <laughs>
0: yeah, when when characters die, people are going to be upset. They're going to be they're going to be pissed. But it's part of the career path, right? That an adventurer takes. Yeah, it's a, it, it, it's, it's it a should risky be expected. Yeah.
1: it's it can happen. Now, granted, in five E, it could happen considerably less than yep. in the old days, but it can still happen. Yeah,
0: not like not like back in the old days where your magic user can walk out the front door and get bitten by a cat.
1: <laughs> Take one hit
0: point of damage and, and die. And die, yes. Um, way harder. Way harder. And I think that cheapens the danger and the adventure in the game when it's really, really hard to die.
1: Mortality is part of the game. You're carrying swords. If you can kill everything you walk across, you need to be ready for things bigger and badder than you to pull out a bigger sword and kill your lame ass. So, I guess the big question is, how do you make it not meaningless? Well, you don't kick in the
0: outhouse door and shoot the character while he's on the shitter, right? Uh, Unless you do it in the shooting. How about when you're standing on top of a table and they challenge you?
1: Uh, they challenge you before you were standing on top of the table, if I recall correctly. Yeah. You were seated during dinner, being all prim and proper. Then they challenge you, and then you decided to jump yeah, on top you of didn't the table. Die. Right, but, but you, other, I was just, <laughs> you was
0: a role reversal there. <laughs> yeah, don't don't have death be meaningless. There should be some sacrifice for the uh, greater good of the uh, story, the party. It shouldn't just be okay. You're
1: dead. Even if it's just a point where it becomes a rallying point, you know, you're they're dead. It's meaningless unless we finally coalesce um go the avengers route where everyone's kind of doing their own thing and then some meaningless meaningless little npc that stood up to the big bad gets wasted and they all went you know it we can't let his death be for naught so yeah you're right let, let it have meaning
0: yeah and and make it make it good you know was it uh willem dafoe and
1: platoon platoon yeah
0: yeah when he, he didn't quite make it to the chopper, you know, he gets wasted and it's like this big epic epic death scene. I Of course, there's there's situations where dice rolls are just not in your favor and, and a PC could end up dead. Um, and that happens, Right. Yeah, there's but there's not a heck of a lot you could do about that.
2: Yeah, but if you're behind the screen, you can always hide those a little bit.
0: You can make modifications as you, as you go. Yes, certainly. Um, to leave it just up to the randomness of the dice isn't always the best practice, but it shouldn't always be like, you know, fudge city behind, behind the screen or, or, or in front of the the screen for those barbarous individuals that don't use a screen (laughs) and don't have any organization in their,
1: in their DM. As opposed to those nefarious and, uh, people who have to hide things, but (coughs) no, I no, I get it. I get it. Um, But again, I believe I mentioned. Um, otherwise, if if it looks like the dice rolls are going really bad, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to to kill the character. Right, you can maim the shit out
2: of. Right, them. I was about to say like you know the yeah. example of you know rolling three nat ones. We and the old school we did that there was a percentage right. of death. I know in one episode Bill talked about instead of killing them, you can have their arms pinned or their legs pinned. You know something like that a yeah
1: different. yeah you know that's right you know, because it's a called shot yes you know, or i'm going to incapacitate you so i can torment you and torture you even more um so i pinned your foot to the root of the tree you're standing next to and the next critical hit pinned your hand to the tree itself and then the one after that you know caught your abdomen but it, it'll it's right on the side so yeah every time you move sideways it it does one more point damage, but not enough to kill you. So he's, he's doing called shots with those natural 20s and not full damage. So you take, you take normal weapon damage, uh, but you're not dead. You're not taking double. And that's where those of us that don't hide behind a screen, uh, we use those scenarios as opposed to, you know, oh, well, here's all the damage you took. Yeah, right. which is great if you were talking about
0: how... Five things GM should not do when they're maiming the shit out of a character. But we're talking about <laughs> what you shouldn't do. Oh, is, like, <laughs>
2: my example I was going with is like I know we used to use the if you roll three um, not failures, it was death.
1: It was death. Yeah, but
2: now we don't have to do that. Is what we're saying. You can find some, and still you can still use Bill example of maiming yourself now or doing something to yourself instead of killing yourself outright. Well,
1: to Scott's point, they're going to die. All right. It, it, we're dealing with death. Yeah. They, uh, they're dead. They just don't know it yet. So we give them a critical wound that that doesn't instantly kill them. Let them have a monologue or let them listen to the bad guy's monologue or let the bad guy taunt the rest of the party to, into, this is what I did to your friend, this is what I'm going to do you next, and let it go on to a three, four-minute you know, get up on the soapbox and ha 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 ha! This is what I did, um, and try to rally. You know, as a game master, rally the troops against the the person who did so. So that way, the death is still there, but it's not meaningless. It doesn't. It doesn't necessarily go. Okay, you're dead. It doesn't right? end there. Do me a favor. Go sit in the other room while we keep playing.
0: Yeah, let them fight on. You know, yeah. maybe they're bleeding out. You know, give them a give them a send off like. Uh, like Boromir, Boromir. I knew you in, were gonna go there. In the fellowship of the you you know you know his ass was grass. It was coming, even if you didn't read the books. And if you didn't read the books, shame on you. Go read them. Neanderthals. Savages. Um but give them a send-off like 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 that. You know, let them let them have the opportunity to take blow after blow from swords or arrows or whatnot and just go out like a big old badass. So
2: with that. I I died. I want to create a new character.
0: Yeah,
1: can I do it now? No, 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 no. Never let them roll the new character Never. at the table because number one, it distracts the whole table. They're asking questions. Just cut. All right, tell you, if you have to cut your session short, wrap up what you're doing and go. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bail a little bit early tonight, and then let them make their character us after the session's over but not during gameplay. It's just it's it's not fun
0: for it's not fun for the player. It's it's not fun for the other players at the table too because there's a need to collaborate with the GM. So the GM really can't take the time from running the table to you know be present for the the player making a new character and as Bill said cut cut the sessions short. It's Having them sit there and just, you know, kind of like watch the game, that's no fun for that player.
1: Especially if it's towards the end of the evening, okay, let them sit there for 15, 20 minutes and mull it over. Um, You know, they're going to get a couple of jabs from the game master, hopefully not too many. They're definitely going to get jabs from the players, but it's 15, 20 minutes, okay. But if it's the beginning of the session, because the dice just didn't like the player. He failed, the game master's dice are hot, or uh, he it was a simple jump. It's 10 feet. Oh, my strength is 15. All right, yeah, just, hey, just, it's a DC three on the jump. Okay, oh, I rolled a nat one. Uh, okay, the ledge crumbled under your foot. Okay, just give me an, uh, an athletics roll and just grab the other side. You can hoist yourself up. Uh, DC five. I rolled a two. Uh, that edge crumbled. Okay, maybe there's a root right below you. All right, another bad roll. Okay, you're plummeting to the bottom of the of the pit. Um, you're dead. It sucks. I get it. It's the beginning of the night. Then it's like, okay, if they need to roll a character then and there, if they say, oh, I'm gonna roll another character, do another room. Let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor. You're a new DM who wants to jump behind the screen. Maybe you've been volunteered by your gaming group, but aren't quite ready. What if I were to tell you? that I can put a team of professional writers alongside you at your desk while you're prepping your game. Sounds pretty good, huh? With Describe, we can do just that. These narratives vividly describe monsters, places, spells, people, you name it. It's there, and there are more than 6,000 of these easy-to-search-up, copy and pastable, beautifully written narratives right at your fingertips. Describe has graciously provided us with a discount for our listeners. Head on over to Describe.com backslash DMD. Use the code DMD at checkout to try Describe for two weeks for free. Links will be in the show notes. And now, back to the show. Remove them from the playing table. Don't let them do it there. Because the players themselves are going, What are you you, going to play next? You know, uh, 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 we could really use this. You know, there's going to be the crosstalk. There's going to be the suggestions. If you feel compelled as a player to make your character, and game masters, if you feel compelled to let them go into, go into the other room, go down the hall, don't do it at the gaming table. Yeah, it's
0: and I, I think even certainly cutting that session short is a good a good thing because you have that player's emotional investment in their character, especially if they've been playing it for a while and then there's the other players at at the table who have formed a bond with that that character who may be like oh shit you know so and so's so and so's gone and you know we had been adventuring for a long long time in this campaign with that particular character so it's it's a it's a loss for everybody if you've been involved in that campaign for a while if it's like your first session it hurts a little less yeah it's just, eh, well, you know, I gotta. I just came up with a name,
1: you know. Well, it hurts a little bit less for the other players. There are some people that pour their heart into their character before it even makes the table. Yeah, yeah. think Tom. Tom writes a biography for yes. his characters before it even makes the table. Um, they have a lot invested into it before it even a single die is rolled on the table. But there are other people involved. It is a communal game. So, okay, early on, all right, all right, that sucked. That sucked hard. But you need to do something about it. And the other players, oh, dude, that That, that really sucks for you. Okay, um, whose initiative is it? They're going to yep. pass on. They, they haven't had a chance to get invested in it. Uh, if they do, great. If not, eh, it depends on when the dice go south on you.
0: Yeah, it's always, it's always a good thing to have a um – have a one shot kind of tucked away somewhere for situations like that, where Good especially call. if it's in the beginning of a session mm-hmm. before the pizza is
1: even cold, you know, someone bites it. Well, you know, damn well, and it's happened to both of us. I can guarantee multiple times that you've centered your scenario around that character. Yep. And then they, they shit the bed on you. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, ah, damn. Yep. <laughs> Time to, Time to play a one shot. A little bit of rethink going on. Yeah, the one shot. Pull the one shot out and go with that. So, two our opening point: ripping up the character sheet.
0: Yeah, dick move, dick move, sky move, move. Yeah, uh, the um, I've had uh, I've had GMs rip character sheets, and I wanted to throat punch them because it's just kind of symbolic of the throat punch. <laughs> no i've had i've had them rip up my character sheets and i've wanted to throat punch them because it's symbolic of like
1: douchebaggery of an epic level i uh, i've i can honestly say i have never ripped up a character sheet although i have people kasim I, is my first i i'm glad you're on your first <laughs> dick I've had people, I've gotten their character sheet, and I grabbed it, and I kind of handed it back to him. and he went, oh, well, you crumpled the character, obviously he's dead. And I've had the, the player rip up his character sheet going, what are you doing? Well, you you were discarding it. I said, no, I handed it back to you, and you kind of grabbed it gruffly and, and crumpled your character sheet. Um, I did nothing to it. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> that was my buddy Zip way back when. His nickname was Zip. And uh, he ripped up his own character sheet because he thought I... Was discarding his character sheet. I went, no, dude, don't do that. Um, I admonished a player for ripping up his own character sheet. It's like, no, 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 There was a, a chance that you could be saved, a chance, um, and you never gave anyone an opportunity, and you literally just confettied the crap out of your character sheet because he went to town on it. Uh, but yeah, that's don't as a game master, don't do that. It,
0: I would. I would suggest instead, I've always liked the idea of a cemetery for fallen, fallen heroes. Mm -hmm. You know, you have a binder, maybe, okay, next session, what I want you to do is I want you to, you know, either email me your character so I could print it up on some nice resume paper or something like that and Pay tribute to the character by by sliding them in some sheet protectors in the binder. That's you know the the, the cemetery. You keep it on the uh, keep it on the shelf or on display somewhere for game night because it's a uh, it's a nostalgia piece too. It's like you know uh, yeah. you're just kind of hanging out waiting for the game to start and people are flipping through the um, remember your
1: character yeah didn't he have oh wait a minute let me go let me go to the binder um,
0: I remember the dragon that you know like ate this guy or the giant that stepped on this guy or the the um, epic duel that this one lost, and give them a place of honor at the table if they've they've become a a, a fallen character.
1: It's funny you mentioned that because the previous gaming group that I was with, Travelers Unlimited, way back when in the 80s and 90s, we did have a, a spot on a bookcase for the fallen characters. And as a game master, one time I went to that. Everyone came in. What are we going to play tonight? And I grabbed that binder and I randomly pulled out character sheets and handed them out blindly to the characters. This is what you're playing tonight. And there was characters from first level all the way up to 15th. This is what you're playing tonight. And they're like, uh, okay. I said, you have one half of an hour to familiarize yourself with that character. In the meantime, I'm going to go to a corner and pour myself a drink. Uh, but let me know when you guys are all ready. You have a minimum, or you have a maximum of a half an hour. When you're all, all set, let me know. And there was people that had characters from... People that have no longer been with this group for year, two years. I don't even know who this person is. Doesn't matter who the person is. You know, the the, the player read the character, and we had some fun times with a bunch of dead people. <laughs> but yeah, we had we had the, you dead, know, the, dead, the we dead had the characters morgue characters, make believe people. We we right. we had we we had them. At, we, we called it the morgue, and uh, I, I pull character sheets out of the morgue and hand them out every once in a while. So, let's let's move on, shall we? The one that always aggravated the living crap out of me. Don't let the party loot the corpse of their fallen friend.
0: Didn't that dick, happen to you once? Dick
1: move again. Yeah. Huge dick move. <laughs> yes, that did happen to me once. <laughs> and I wasn't dead. <laughs> I, think, I remember That's you, a, yeah.
0: you telling that story. I, I, wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't dead, so I just kind of laid there, pantsless, Uh, I'm not even going to ask why you were pantsless.
1: They took all his clothes. They took
0: my pants. (laughs) Bunch of assholes. And (laughs) and it wasn't me. It wasn't Lou. (laughs) Lou would just stab him in the leg
1: and run away. Oh, wait, that wasn't you. That was somebody else. Playing me. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't even playing you. It just played someone like you. (laughs) It's kind of a... It's just...
0: It's poor etiquette to to do that. It's humiliating in some ways.
1: Yeah. It's like our... This is my friend, my comrade, and I, my, I bring up my sword to, to defend him. Oh, he's dead? I'm taking his boots. Yeah, What's he, in his pockets? Got, yeah, he's got some nice stuff. Wow, I could use that. That's cool. Oh, sor- sorry, Ralph, but you're dead. But how do you stop something like that? Or how do you...
2: I, would, I shouldn't say stop, because the, the characters will, if the players want to do it, they're going to do it. Yeah. Now, how do you steer them away from doing something like that?
0: I would make a suggestion to the player of the fallen character... It's divvy up your possessions amongst your comrades. And then that's basically their last will and testament.
1: Yeah, one of those. uh, During the conversations around the fires, I'm sure at one point, you know, if I die. Yeah. All right, you get this and you get this and you get this and you get it. Well, all right, what am I going to get if you die? Uh, You get my wineskin. But you got a really cool sword. Yeah, but you're a freaking drunk. So you get my wine skin, you know, or, or, you know, but those conversations inevitably amongst adventurers are going to come up. So you're right. Have the player determine, um, well, around the campfires, we've already determined that I would give you this and you this and you this and you this so that, you know, you all know who is expected to get what.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, inevitably you'll have a player that'll be like, well, I'm just gonna, I'm going to take their stuff. And it's like, my next question would be, okay, why come up, come up with, and I, I'm not going to say you can't, but why? And as the other players,
2: I'd be like, if I see somebody, can I really trust that person after this point?
0: Yep. Now, be- because they- you're not going to pickpocket someone's sword. No. You know, or their, it's quiver, gonna be or their bow or their backpack or, yeah. you know, whatever.
1: Geo magic item that he used three times just in the last week, and all, all of a sudden, sudden you up. have it? Yeah um i've now this might be the evil notorious mean rotten bastard that i am um but i've let people do that and then the first time they try to use a magic item it backfires and they can't figure out why and then they do an identify or something like that and it turns out to be cursed wait a minute he had it and it wasn't cursed how do you know it wasn't cursed maybe they were dealing with the curse or how do you know that because you did because this to Because you him. took it from them. Yeah. Now he it is cursed. cursed it. Yes. So I've cursed a lot of magic items that people have scavenged off your fallen comrades, um, especially those that uh, tend to be a little bit more sneaky about how they acquire things. I, I do like that idea because I kind of did something similar in one of my
2: games where Everybody got something, but it was always from a fallen person. So yeah. it, they always had some sort—I won't say sentience, but they had some sort of detriment. Or, well, the item had a little bit of will itself because it, from its previous owner. Yeah, um, so you can do something like that as well.
1: Right? Yeah, see, I was notorious for cursing the yeah. crap out of shit. Well, when the, once it has a will, it kind of is a curse. It you is a curse because yeah. it's going to do what it wants to do, or as opposed to what you wanted to or do. Try to
2: exact its will upon you. You're right. So it's a good way to help the players steer away from that sort of behavior maybe yeah
1: so yeah, yeah there's a couple of different ways to go about it they yeah. like I said i i was a little more old school and a little bit more um <laughs> mean i guess
0: but <laughs> why and i i want to know yeah. the reason like why it, why would
1: you loot your own party? like They said this is supposed to be your friend yeah you're falling con- i mean if you've been traveling for any amount of time there had to be an instance in combat where this person's holding up the left flank. It may not have protected you directly, but this person is, no one came to your left and attacked you, did they? Because this person was standing there and they took the hits and they delivered the, and they felled the beast or creature or monster or whatever that was on the left-hand side and they protected everyone else. Now, they may not have been standing next to you and that beast may not have come run up and on you, but you weren't attacked from the left, were you? Because of that person. And isn't that enough to say, okay, maybe I shouldn't loot this person's body? Exactly. Well, let's make some clarification here, too. Okay. We're talking about
2: trying to sneakily loot somebody. Now, if, let's say Bill's character's fallen, and we didn't have that conversation. You mean Kasim,
1: through. the one who's got the ripped-up par- yes. character sheet we, out in front of me?
2: We didn't have that conversation. Yep. We, as a party, could say, hey, he's he's no longer with us. What should we do with his th- things? Should he be buried with them? Should we divide him against the party? That's a little different.
1: That's communal. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Other than I'm going to take that ring off of his finger and put it in my pocket till later. That's looting. That's, that's looting. That's yes. a big difference. Yeah. So I want to make yeah. that little.
1: It um, is a big difference. A- absolutely. Yeah. If he becomes all, like, or let's take his possessions. Yes. Um. He's dead. Yes. Exactly. He can't use that ring or that amulet or that weapon or that armor. Um. Do we bury him with it? Can anyone? All right. Can anyone use this armor? This armor, magical or not. Is really good armor. Yeah. Will it help protect somebody else? Because as a fallen character, when he was alive, he was pr- protecting everybody. I think passing his armor on to someone else to help protect him is in the same vein.
2: It, it's al- that, almost honorable in that a way. Would, that would fly. All right.
1: You're honoring I, I, I'm, him. I'm wearing his armor? That's yeah. awesome. All right. Well, he's a human and the entire party's gnomes and halflings. Yep. All right. Maybe we're going to bury him with that stuff. That's that's different. That's yeah. That's right. so that's but, not looting. But, I just but, wanted to make but that's the not difference. Looting. That's yeah. you know the party coming to a decision of what what items that person owns that could benefit the group to further the, the you know the the campaign the quest. That's that's fine. That's not looting. No. Looting the, is all right. I'm going to take rogue, this, and no one yes. else knows. I've seen that I, far too often. Oh, we have all yep. seen it far too often. And
0: and it's yeah, it's the rogues that do that. And most um, often, be, because because you're a rogue. Doesn't mean that you're a shitty human being. It just means that you have a certain skill set that is such that you acquire things. Yeah. If
1: you're a rogue, you should still be honorable. And these are again groups of people that have helped protect you, so you can employ your skill set
0: to the point of you know having the uh, the, the party divvy it up. The, the The fallen player really needs to have some feedback in that, or else you start getting some kind of bad feelings yeah. at 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 the table um and take into account too like culture with with the uh the character that's fallen perhaps perhaps the warrior is their religion they go somewhere like valhalla right so you don't want to show up in empty valhalla with just your drawers on yeah right cuz everybody took your armor and shit like that <laughs> so you know you're showing up you don't have anything hey man can i borrow a battle axe or something yeah.
1: you know the, uh, i'm going to uh, use my femur uh, because I have nothing else. I think you're absolutely right. Have the fallen character's player say, well, you know, I I need to be buried with my armor and my weapon. I, I don't care who it would benefit. That's that's what my people would do. That's my beliefs. And you people know that. Right. Now, you know, and if at that point they take it, curse yeah, it. That's That curse the shit out of it. And if, if it goes south on them, then <laughs> you deserve it. Yep. And... They don't need to know how to remove that curse. This it doesn't is have true. to be
2: a uh, remove curse I think it could be something totally out of the, out of rums of what that person would think. You know, make
1: them have to tie a 1000 gold to one they would never guess that. Again, I'm evil, be a little more evil than most. <clears throat> I would have the spirit of that person follow them until they were exorcised and be sitting there floating on the border of ethereal and every time they go into combat would step up and push their hand a little to the left, push their hand a little to the right, that weapon would not function. The, the, the magic that was imbued in it would recognize the fact that there's an entity there and would not recognize the person wielding it, but the entity that's alongside of them. Things along those lines. So until you actually go into some pretty deep divination, you'd ah. never know there was a spirit there. It's cursed. No, there's no curse in that weapon. You're being followed by a spirit, which is entirely different. See, now that's where I wouldn't, I wouldn't
0: end the game. You know, I wouldn't end the <laughs> session because there's a lot, there's a lot of fun to be had with that. Oh yeah, oh
1: that would stay you know. There for instead, a
0: while. instead I, w- I, would be like, okay, f- player of the fallen character, you stay right where you are. It'd be a lot of note <laughs> passing <laughs> in my world. We're, we're going to be, we're gonna have a little sidebar, and yeah.
1: no need to make another character sheet. Trust me. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like, you know, if you ran over like a 15 year old person and his 15 year old spirit followed you and tormented you as you're trying to heal other people. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. He didn't run him over. He tried to heal him and failed miserably and poisoned him instead. Yeah, that was it.
2: We won't yeah. talk about that. That please. was it.
1: Yeah. I, I'm just an in instant I'm drawing off the top of my head. I don't recall who that uh, the recall player it. character was. Um, but, you know. Don't look at me. <laughs> Stop looking at me. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, you, as a player character, yeah, I would have them at the table and pull them aside. We're going to take a break here real quick. Pull that player aside and go, I'm going to be passing you notes and here's why. And and have fun with it. But as a game master, if someone dies at your table, don't apologize.
0: No, because if someone dies at your table, it shouldn't be because you killed them purposefully. Absolutely. You know, it was it was an outcome of whatever hazard or combat. They were involved in and you may want to apologize, but it's just that that's the nature of the work.
1: Yeah, there are dice for a reason. Uh, there is a lot of things that are determined by random outcome that are manifested through the roll of dice and your dice did not protect you. And now you're dead. That's not the game master's fault unless the game master can control the dice. Yep. It or w- does w- it
2: behind the screen where you
0: can't see.
1: <laughs> we all
0: stare at Scott. You have not enough experience. I have to pass judgment.
1: Um, and whereas, you, whereas my dice are cursed and I can control them, and it's almost like I willed them to die. but that's you know, if you can't if prove you that,
0: didn't do any of the things that we just outlined, <laughs> right? So if you didn't do any of those dick things, yeah, then there's no reason to apologize. There's not. right? It's just you know, you gave. You gave him a good death. You gave him the opportunity to not go out with like a you know a, an infected a fizzle, paper cut. <laughs> but you let him go out big, hero um, style. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you did all those those other things. You know, it was an honorable way to go. It was an epic moment because death can be pretty cool for your your character if it's done right. So don't apologize.
1: Don't ever apologize. They are heroes, and heroes die. Yeah. Um. And if you watch Japanese animation. All the heroes everybody, die. Everybody dies. Every hero dies in Japanese animation. We <laughs> call it anime, anime now. Oh, anime! Oh, it is was, that it? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was, it was. It was what the uh, what
0: was the derogatory term that was used in like the seventies and eighties? Jep, Jep anime or something like that? Yeah. Just say anime like that, now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, just
0: anime. Oh, uh,
1: okay. Um, I'll, I'll We're teaching to... Bill a new language. Uh, entire every episode, I learn <laughs> brand new things that I will. Readily forget. That's because we have kids that
2: teach us. Yes, that, it, there you go. See, I, I have. He's got a puppy
1: though. I have. I have it's a puppy. Not a puppy. It's a horse. It, but it's a big puppy. It's a. It's a big puppy. Yes, it is. It's. It. I just took him to the vet. He's eighty-five pounds and he's only a year old. He's a wee doggy. He's a wee doggy. He's a lap dog. I need a big lap. Don't apologize for your character's death. You know, it, it, it's. It's not your fault. Yeah, it's. It's not the DM's fault. It's not the DM's fault.
0: And. Players, you could say, well, well, the encounter was unbalanced. Yeah, so what? Um, encounters really shouldn't be balanced. They should not be. I'm, I'm a firm believer that encounters should
1: not be balanced. Yeah. If you think you're outmatched, run away. Or just walk away. You don't walk always, away. Yeah. Avoid it. You have those options. Talk
0: your way out. Any number of things. And can I just say, I don't like death saves. You want to really up the mortality? Get rid of those stupid death saves.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, I, I will. Just, I, I'm with you on that one. I don't, it's 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 already there's everyone, including the baker's wife, can heal now. Yeah. So why do we have death saves? Suck it up, Sally. It happens, and it's an adventure. You're a hero. You're you're battling monsters. Do Do you think you're going to win every time? I'm sorry, that's just me ranting because I'm an old man. Um, get I don't really even know how to counter that, so I'm not <laughs> going to
0: attempt to do that. But yeah, you know what? Add a little mortality to your game. You can certainly do that and have players that are happy
1: with the outcome, you even can if ha- they,
0: you know, the characters die.
1: You can have mortality and still have an awesome game and have your characters come up and go, you know something? I may have died, but that was probably the best damn awesome death I've ever had. Yeah. And am- move on yeah and
0: I upped the mortality at yeah. the end of a campaign, so it's like i'm I'm expecting someone to die in a blaze of glory because isn't that like an epic thing? Why I mean,
1: are you staring at Lou when you
0: said that I, he's,
2: th- he's still waiting. <laughs> yeah.
0: None of Lou's characters have died in any of my, my, my tables, and I'm not too sure why. You and had a
1: real serious look, and you peered, you leered at Lou when you said that. Is there something awaiting, perhaps on the horizon? I was thinking the same
2: thing. <laughs> <laughs> Lou's going to get got. <laughs> <laughs> and that's five things GMs should not do when a character dies. We'll see you next time in the dojo. That's going to conclude this episode. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Please subscribe to the podcast for more great content. If you'd like to hear a particular topic, you can reach us out on Facebook at The Dungeon Masters Dojo, or you can drop us an email at TheDungeonMastersDojo at gmail.com. Thank you, and have a good day.